If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tune in. Okay, today's special show. This current real estate market now, and where might it be going? Well, in studio with his great ideas is the premier real estate broker from Baird & Warner. Yeah, that's Mark McKenna. Also, buying a renovated home versus a fixer-upper. Well, with all of the pros and cons of each, here to educate us, as she always does, is the premier realtor from At Properties, Orland Park. Yeah, that's Lena Materia. Also, what are the top issues affecting the real estate market right now? In studio is the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Yeah, Teresa Mueller. Also, where's property values going now? How are your appraisals doing? I see a lot of houses being multiple offers when it's listed for sale and is selling 10, 20, 30, 40,000 over list price. What's happening with that? Well, me, Randy Barcella, I'll go over that with you uh, on that. So, hey, welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Happy Sunday morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Good morning. Gene Dobre. Yeah. And so uh, Mark McKenna, our Polish realtor, he just said good morning in Polish, Gene Dobre. And um, what's going on? I know there's a lot going on in the current real estate market. And yeah. uh, you got the crystal ball. Where's it going? <laughs> I, I wish I had a crystal ball, honestly. But, uh, you know, as we all know, the past six months, it's been super, super crazy. I mean, anything but normal, you know, with the... Uh, spring market that really started January 2nd, and, you know, it's been going forever. Multiple offers going up crazy. The prices appreciate, the houses appreciated in the double digits, seems like every month. Uh, what's going on now? Um, so just want to talk about, in my market right now, what I've seen uh, when the summer just started. And I, I would say summer means like after uh, Memorial Weekend. Uh, the, the way I see the market going on right now, it's slowing down a little bit. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, Usually after 4th of July, I always notice yeah. that. During the week of and the week after. So that, that is, That's correct. But what it is, uh, we are still in strong seller's market. Don't get me wrong. You know, uh, I, I checked the numbers. We're about two and a half months nationwide uh, for the seller's market versus what normal balance market is about six months. What does that mean? You know, some listeners might not know might not know what two and a half months, six months means. If there's no new inventory coming on the market, all the existing home existing homes that are for sale, they would sell out right now in two and a half months. Uh, balanced market is about six. I'm still seeing houses go on the market for sale, and within a week they're gone. Uh, I, see, I, I see that too, but I notice, uh, and you know, I work around O'Hare area, northwest suburbs. I've seen a little bit of a slowdown in the past uh, two, three weeks. Uh, houses are actually uh, sitting a little bit longer. I have a client buyer. We went to see a few homes, and the house is on the market two weeks. And she asked me, what's wrong with the house? Uh, there was nothing wrong with the house. I know, right? <laughs> right? It's, it's, I mean, it's, for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, houses were on the market typically three to six months. And you know, like you said, houses were selling for under a week. And when it goes to... Three or four weeks. I can't believe your uh, the person said, "Hey, why? What's wrong with well, it? Why I wish so all, I, I wish all my commercial listings sold in two weeks." Oh my gosh! Right? 
Yeah, so, you know, uh, I said, no, there's nothing wrong. It's just, you know, right now, 4th of July weekend, people are taking vacation. Uh, what I see, you know, compared to last year, people are ready to go out and kind of a have, have a normal life. Well, July 3rd, the governor of Illinois said go back to normal life. So I'm seeing hey. the beaches packed, the pools packed, the golf courses packed, the forest preserves, every, everybody's out. Yeah, it's so, great to see. Yeah, so people are taking a little bit of a break, which is healthy, you know, uh, for, for everyone. At the same time, I notice more inventory coming on the market. I guess uh, more sellers are feeling more comfortable with the whole COVID situation. Lots of more people are being vaccinated. Uh, the cases are Good down. Point. Good point. Yeah, so they are more comfortable letting people in into their homes. And, you know, more inventory means more competition for the sellers and more choices for the buyers, which is, again, a, a, a great thing. Um, you have to price the house correctly you know what i mean uh, for the sellers at this point you have to price the house correctly because because otherwise if you price it too high it will set two uh two weeks on the market and somebody will ask what's wrong with your house um uh, for the buyers we're still looking at all-time low interest rates it's a great time to buy there is more inventory as i said coming for you they have more to choose from and uh we have a little bit more of a negotiating power. My last six deals, believe it or not, that we just uh, agreed to a contract this uh, uh, this Monday on the house that was listed at three fifty. We actually got it at three fifteen, uh, way under under market value. The sellers are more willing to negotiate right now. Of course, it's a house that needs a little bit of work. Uh, homes that are you know ready to move in, tip top condition. So there's still good deals out there. Of course, is what you're saying. Yes, yeah. yes. You just got to know where to look for them and. You got to have buyers that are ready to actually pull the trigger when they're out there and, uh, you know, be quick about it. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcelli, your shows, and we're talking with the premier real estate broker from Baird & Warner, Mark McKenna, talking about what's going on this summer and then what he sees in the rest of the year. Well, going you know, forward, I, I expect, you know, this market to be still crazy busy, I think. Uh, July, it's going to be on a slower end, but coming into vacation the, month. Yeah, coming into August, uh, people will run in into uh, again the frenzy of buying. They want to, you know, complete the move before the school year starts. So I see again uh, strong sellers market. People will school be school starts earlier every year. I remember <laughs> when I was a child. That's a pretty long time ago. I think September eighth we started school. You had a full three months. Off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at this moment, you know what I can. Say and again, I have no crystal ball. Uh, I think the prices will be going up, not as much as as they did before. Uh, I think the appreciation is slowing down a little bit. Uh, we will have more inventory on the market, and uh, talking to a few of my lenders, they do not anticipate, you know, at least at the end of the year, changing uh, of rates. You know what? Rates. This frenzy and floodgates have been open since July of last year. Yeah, just because of the... You know, yes. we, we, they told us stay home March, April, May. But everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. Millions aren't dying like we thought. And the spring market then started in July of last year. So it's it, been a frenzy from July to July now, one full year. So it's it's normal that things might tend to slow down a little bit. And I would totally <laughs> anticipate that and it would be, you know, really, really healthy for the market and for, for everyone. Yes, uh, you know, for yes. The market to slow down a little bit. Uh, so... Uh, Unless Teresa or Lena 
can uh, give me a little bit insight on what you see in your market. Uh, you know, I'm out of O'Hare. I don't know what's out there in your uh, your market. Lena Materia here with That Properties Orland Park. What are you seeing in Good the future? Good morning, everyone. I'm still seeing high activity in our area. Uh, with certain buyers, I am noticing a slowdown. It's just depending on their price point. Um, on average, the 350 price point in my area is the hot homes. Those are the ones that really sell within 24 hours, end up with multiple offers. And sometimes the sellers just don't want to call for highest and best. They want to accept what's on the table. And other sellers, they want to wait it out a week and see, make sure that everyone who has interest gets in there. So it all just depends on the market you're in and the price point you're in. But in my area, it's still very active. Um, the sellers that are still trying to take advantage of the market, if you're overpricing, as Mark said, it's going to sit on the market. When you do that price drop, people are going to think you're desperate. Yeah, and this so, is Lena Materia, one of the top realtors from Orland Park at Properties. But for the commercial end, we've got Teresa Mueller, the managing broker owner of Trillium Group. Uh, thanks, Randy. So from the residential side, I uh, live in Naperville, and I have definitely seen some cooling in the market. Uh, you know, in the spring, there was nothing to buy and nothing to rent. And now I think what you're seeing, some people are walking away, you know, even if it's a multiple offer situation, they're, especially if they're a first-time home buyer, they start feeling uncomfortable that they've overpaid. So I don't think that we're seeing the same frenzy that we did in the spring. Now, from the rental side, we still have a very large demand for rentals. Uh, there are less and less rentals available and certainly affordable rentals. And that's why the multifamily continues to do really well in the Chicagoland area because people still need a place to live. Now, we could talk about the work, you know, the office space, the industrial, et cetera. But in the end, multifamily, even whether you go to work or, you know, work remotely, you need somewhere to live. So multifamily continues to have a strong market in all the Chicagoland area. It's fantastic. Mark McKenna. And really quick, touching on that point that you said about, you know, multiple offers and uh, buyers being more thoughtful right now. What I've seen in the past two, three weeks, uh, buyers, you know, going into the frenzy of bidding and maybe overbidding, and then three, four days later, cancellation happens. Buyer's ha- remorse. Yes, buyer's mm-hmm. remorse. Oh, really? I've seen yes. a lot really? of that. I love it. Happens, oh, I didn't it know ha- that. Yeah, it happens with my buyers, happens on my listings. Uh, yeah, I'm I, like it, the audience. I get an education from you guys every time I'm on the show. This is really good. They get excited to get the bid, and then once they get it, they're not sure if that's the house for them. Right? right? Wow. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break. I don't want to rush anybody anymore, but this was Mark McKenna, one of the premier realtors from uh, Baron Warner near the O'Hare Airport area. Just some fabulous information. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, when was the last time you were uh, to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. We'll be right back with Lena Materia. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And, um, wow, just continuing on with some, some cutting-edge information here on our show. Buying a renovated home versus a fixer-upper. I'm sure you thought about that. With all of the pros and cons of each, here to educate us is the premier realtor from App Properties in Orland Park. Yeah, Lena Materia. Good morning, Lena. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. So basically, I just wanted to discuss what your options are when it comes to buying a property. Should you buy a house that's already updated or renovated? Um, Everyone's situation is different, and it's important to look at what funds you have on your hands or what programs are out there to assist you. 
So when you buy a remodeled home, you want to make sure, first of all, that it is to your taste. Because if it's been updated and you still plan on going in there and throwing in some money, you might end up with a house that has no equity because you're already paying top of the market price for a house that's been renovated. So you got to make sure that you determine what's important for you and your family financially. And then when you are buying a house that's renovated, pretty much you don't have to pay anything out of pocket to update it to your liking. Uh, Every house is going to need tweaks to customize it for your family. But when it comes to homes that are renovated, it's very important to make sure that overall you like the structure of the house and that you could bring your dreams to reality within reason. Because if you buy a house that is already at the top of the market and you still have to throw in 50 to 100K, you want to make sure you don't end up with a house that's 100K underwater. After I've always do learned don't buy the most expensive listing. No, you don't want to. Especially well, let, let's when say houses are listed between 299 and 499 Yes. You don't want to take the 499 and overbid into the fives because that $300,000 house will have more potential to exactly. increase. <laughs> yes. So when you buy, the nice thing about a renovated home, you get to buy it and you get to design it exactly to your liking. You get to put in the kitchen cabinets you like, the flooring you like, if you wanted to add a sunroom. The best part is there's programs out there where you don't have to pay out of pocket for all of this. You were telling us that on a previous show. Yeah. So there's different programs. There's uh, For FHA buyers, there's a 203K option where they actually assess the property and make sure that whatever you're going to invest with your renovations is still a value with that property. So you don't end up again underwater or uh, with lack of equity in the property. Well, so just to be devil's advocate. And this is Teresa Mueller. One of the things that I'm seeing, and certainly both on the residential and commercial side, is contractors and pricing. So that's obviously Agreed. one of the variables that you have to take into consideration. Yes. You know, I have an office client and there's an option to buy, get the raw space uh, in this office condo. But, you know, well, then we have to say, take into account, well, how long before we can line up a contractor and what's the pricing? I mean, the pricing of lumber is going down, et cetera. But being able to get those items like appliances, it's coming back. And the but- seller also, I'm sorry, the buyer also has to worry about the timeline in general, too. If it's going to take three to six months, do they have somewhere to live? Are they protected so they don't end up living and, out and in a hotel like a lot I, of people I'm a testimony to this. You better know what it costs to upgrade and remodel. I wanted to yes. get rid of all the carpeting in my house now and put all hardwood or laminate on the stairs and other rooms. Stairs, 8000 The rest of the house, 10000 I don't have that kind of money right now, and I don't like to finance. I like to pay cash, but do your and I'm putting new windows in too. But you, if you price out new windows and new flooring, oh my gosh! And that's what you have to see, especially if you don't know if you're going to be in your home long term. Yeah, like Good point. Yeah. If you're not going to be in your house long term, you might want to focus more on the actual bones of the house, such as windows, because that's a that's oh a, you always need new windows. Yeah, yeah. you always need new, need new windows. But if you go and spend all this money for laminate flooring. The next buyer to that property might not care for that laminate windows flooring, more important but will complain to me. So I'm, about the windows. Yeah, I decided to start yeah. with the windows first. Yeah, so it's very <laughs> it's very important. I would say windows is more important than flooring uh, because the flooring is just bringing it more to a modern taste into your life. Yes, good point, Lena. Yes. So basically, when it comes to renovations, you just want to make sure that you have a plan and that plan works for your budget. And your timeline, because you don't want to end up in a bad situation in this market. So I guess you would be the first one to advise your clients, okay, you're buying this house totally renovated for 500000 but if you buy this other house for three hundred, you have people to fix it and programs to upgrade and fix it. That's correct. Maybe you're only going to borrow another Maybe 85 to 100 yeah. And then now you have a house that actually has equity in it. Instead of 500 Yes. Oh, I like that. Yes. Yeah. So you have to look at Make what a budget. your overall long-term... Yeah. 
um, perspective is and how long you're going to be staying in that property. I love it. Yes. Also, Mark, I want to touch. Yeah, also, I want to touch on that. You know, speaking about homes that you need to renovate, uh, I you know, in the middle of closing a deal right now for my clients, we actually bought a house that needs some renovations. They knew that they have the means to to renovate. Uh, but we got a great deal uh, for buying a house like this right after appraisal. We've got th- uh, forty thousand dollars of equity right off the bat. That's amazing. Yes. So I have a buyer right now at this time. We looked at, over the weekend, we looked at two properties, both of them same exact listing price. The renovated one was smaller, and it was renovated about 10 years ago, and they added some additions, but it wasn't 100% to my client's liking. And then the other property was much more home, in his opinion, a better area as far as resale value, and it was the same list price. So we ended up securing that deal last night, and he got 25% off the list price. We were yeah. able to get the seller wow. to give a 3% credit, and that is really unheard of in this Paying market. for closing costs. Yeah, paying for closing costs. So now he has more money in his pocket, which gives him about $10,000 to put towards his updates so he could do all of this out of pocket instead of having to get a renovation loan. So I guess what you're saying is it's different for different people. Some people just don't have the patience or the time or the or wherewithal the to, yeah. to, to, to buy a, a fixer-upper. Yes. They just want to move in. They've got busy lifestyles. Husbands and wife both work. Yes. So and it's you different. You have to oversee these contractors. You can't just come up with a plan and expect to walk into your dream home. You need to make sure they're putting it in, installing it correctly, because I've heard of nightmares. So you want to check in on those projects every few days. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to deduct what's better a fixer-upper or a totally rehab. It's different. It's all about pricing. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting more house for his money now, getting a house that's renovated. And we estimated after he's done with his renovations, he's still going to have about thirty to 50000 in equity. Interestingly, wow. in Naperville, this past spring market, what was, you know, typically the fixer-uppers uh, take a lot longer to sell because I think a lot of people come into the market and say, I would rather pay more and everything be done for me. Uh, but this is the first spring in a long time that I saw everything was being gobbled up. It didn't matter if it was ugly or not. <laughs> Even at top of the line price. So yes, you I saw have that. To, you have to look at the finances, make sure the price makes sense for what you want to do to the property. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of my friends had a friend whose parents passed, and it was really rough. Wow. Inside, totally rough. And they had an appraiser come out, said it's worth 228 They got a realtor put it on the market for 267 sold for 278 and it needed a ton of work almost total rehab so mm-hmm. like teresa's saying wow there was a frenzy to buy anything agreed oh and then like mark said it's come down it's changing a little bit now it's not the frenzy has slowed down a couple weeks now and people are starting to take a step back like you said think about things so hgtv everything isn't always done for us <laughs> no it is not and it's not always done to your liking or your vision so it's very important to make sure that what you're looking to do in your house and all the neighbors, all the people in the neighborhood come out. They're welcoming you to come into the new Rahab house. And oh my God, it's so much joy. That does not happen in real life. No. Yeah, and, and one more thing, you know, I, I want to say, uh, make sure that when you're buying a renovated house already, make sure all the permits were pulled and everything because I've seen things that, uh, you know, fall apart right at the closing. There were no permits. The, the work was done illegally. So make sure all the permits are. Oh, yeah. I've heard of contractors trying to do work over the weekend, especially with new roofs. They won't even pull a permit. So it's very important to ask the right questions and have your attorney ask the right questions. You're in a lot of trouble. Maybe a year later, six months later, if the village finds out that you did it illegally, they need this 
you're going to get fined. Yes. And that's why you want to make sure you have title insurance to protect you from the previous owner. I know uh, uh, not too far from my house, they put a concrete patio in the front next to the front door. That's illegal. They won't allow that. You can have a little front area to walk in the house, but the rest of it has to be grass. So he had to chop up all the pon- concrete and get rid of it. Yeah, most villages won't let you just pull a permit at that point. Yes. You have to take it all down. That happened with a family member before. They were building a deck, and they were using an old con- old structure that was there, and they thought they could just replace what needed to be there. Yeah, so another point. Mar- Mark said, you know, in the northwest suburbs or near western suburbs, things have slowed down a little bit. What are you seeing in the southwest suburbs? I'm not seeing it slow down. The ones that are slowing down really are the ones, like Mark was saying, if it was not priced correctly. Yeah, where they're, I agree. Where yeah. they're it's, listing it's, it's, it's 20% location by location. higher than the highest comp that's sold. So, so Lena Materia, how can somebody get a hold of you for your expert advice? Sure, you could call or text 708-737-4444 or visit my website, theresultsmoveyou.com. What's your phone number again? 708-737-4444. And don't forget, everybody, we are working right after the show today. This is, uh, we're working. It's busy. We're working seven days a week. That's we're absolutely here for your, right. all your needs. Hey, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. We are having a blast with you here this Sunday morning. Hey, have you been out to the website yet? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's photos and videos and biographies and testimonies and two years of free library of shows. Wow. When we come back, uh, you want to learn a little bit or learn a lot? And she's not going to stop talking, as Mark says. Teresa Mueller, the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. I like it like that. I can't sing at all, but I can dance. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Reveal Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Right before the break, we were talking with Lena Materia, one of the premier real estate agents in the southwest suburbs. And we are so excited to have her on the show because she's one of the few, the only bilingual Arabic-speaking realtor in all of the Midwest. And I'm excited about that, but... uh, Lena Materia, you are bilingual, right? I am bilingual. Yes, I am. I speak Arabic. Sabah al-khair, everyone. Good morning. Um, and I'm able to assist clients, especially people who are new to the country or been here for years and just don't know the process. I'm able to explain it to them in their language so they understand the verbiage. Bilingual is fabulous. It is. And I love Middle Eastern food, and she yes, turned me do. on to some great lamb last yes. month. Wow. Okay, great. And then speaking of um, bilingual, um, Mark McKenna He's the premier Polish-speaking realtor from the northwestern suburbs, right? You speak Polish. I speak Polish. I'm bilingual as well. Dzień dobry. That's for all my Polish Polish friends and listeners. And uh, just like Lina said, I'm uh, able to help uh, mostly Polish people or even some Eastern European because I can understand Russian and Ukraine and some other you know uh, languages. Fantastic. We like to represent here on the Real Estate Review Radio Nations. Show. United Nations. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of uh, United Nations... Uh, Teresa Mueller is one of the premier commercial realtors. She's the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group, and she also speaks Spanish fluently. Good morning, Teresa. Hola, puedo hablar español. Sofistica estar peligrosa, which basically saying I could speak enough to be dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we've talked a little bit about this when I've gone internationally. But today I wasn't going to speak the whole time in Spanish. I'll spare you. I'll actually do this presentation in English. Uh, so I was going to talk today about uh, some of the uh, issues affecting real estate. And every year, actually this time last year, I did the exact same thing. There's a group of CRE counselors where they are very seasoned 
uh, real estate professionals, very knowledgeable. It's very difficult to get this designation. And they come together, 1,000-plus group uh, member organization, and talk about what are the top issues affecting real estate uh, on a national scale, you know, typically focused on America. And so last year I went through what the top 10. Uh, Randy, or do any of you know what some of the top 10 were from last year? I would guess number one, COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Top 10 what? Top 10 issues affecting real estate last year. I guess COVID. I would say the flow of people was an issue, immigration being on a halt, and also people that were traveling and got stuck in other countries and couldn't come home. And and I would say vacancies, a lot of business went out of business. And And then one more, people had to stay home and work. (laughs) Yes, working remotely. See, you taught us well. (laughs) We know. How about the economy? Maybe people being scared it's going to collapse. Right. There's a lot of different factors playing in. And yeah, COVID was a thing. I mean, it feels like, you know, so long ago, right? Time has been very warped. So... Um, those are some of the issues, and actually some of those are repeat offenders. So let's start with uh, now what are in the top 10. And I'm not going to go over all top 10. I'm just going to go over a few of them here, and then you can contact me later if you feel like discussing some of the other uh, fun topics. But the first one, uh, very, very important, is working remotely, right? So we had COVID, and then all of a sudden we all transitioned to being able to work out of home. Now, not everyone, obviously, people couldn't do that out of a grocery store or you know, medical professionals couldn't do everything. They could do some telehealth, but it's definitely impacted how we're going to use real estate going forward, uh, in which another one is adaptive use, right? So thinking about, uh, in particular, commercial space, are we going to con- go back and use office space? And, um, and all these are sort of integrated, but it's keeping in mind how we're going to use that space going forward. Another one is technology acceleration. Now, this pandemic accelerated a lot of trends that were already in place and the use of technology. And and even in my company, we're working on a technology platform to help our clients short-term lease their space. Hey, my continuing education, which was every two months, I'm a real estate appraiser license and a real estate broker. All of my classes were all day from eight in the morning, sign in, 8.30 to 4.30, and it was on Zoom. I sat at my computer for all my classes that this year. That sounds riveting. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to get out. I, I'd rather be with people in a large group, but you know what? It was so convenient. I didn't have to drive 45 minutes to the hotel. And then on the way home, fight rush hour drive. That's like three-hour drive. And then you had to buy lunch. And But I, I'm sitting in my uh, shorts and T-shirt at my house. Well, you got a taste of what the kids felt like uh, throughout the year. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, well, and then um, another thing to think about is Uh, Another issue is environmental social governance. So in this next generation, as money, wealth is being passed to, for example, Generation Z, they tend to think more about the environment and, you know, what what are the spaces that we're in, not just climate change, but even if you think about a work environment, right? Because if I'm talking about commercial real estate and you're going into buildings, are we breathing in clean air? Hey, can I, I just talked to a friend this morning on the way here. She's got this new place up in uh, northwest Montana. Everybody's booming, not to all these little cities that are small, and they're, they're just booming right now. And that town eliminated Fourth of July fireworks because they don't want the fire missiles going into the lakes and the ponds and the streams. They want to save the wildlife. Which, and that's always, you're always taking things into consideration. What is our, our carbon footprint? Hey, you know what? We're coming into a quick break, and I don't want to rush this lady at all, Teresa Mueller. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. 
Thank you all again for making us your Sunday habit. We are so grateful that you're here with us every Sunday morning. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. It's not unusual for us to love being with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. You are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with the managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. Yeah, Teresa Mueller talking about top issues affecting the real estate market now. Before the break, I had talked about uh, some of the top issues affecting real estate. And we talked about COVID and remote, remote working, as well as environmental social governance. But I have a question. So I remember I have mentioned before on this show that we are uh, Chicago, one day away from 50% of the American population. So who, what sort of employment is now happening in the Chicagoland area? Or Lena, what's the demand? What's the employment going on, you think, in Chicagoland area? Or even what's in if, demand? If, or if you can't think of the employment, what, what sort of commercial real estate space has gone gangbusters? Honestly, I've been noticing special services, believe it or not. Okay. Is okay. high in our area. <laughs> in my area, I see more and more uh, warehouses coming up and trucks. Ding, stops. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Look at this that guy, Mark <laughs> Go, Mark. <laughs> I'll give you your price later. So, um, warehouse has definitely gone gangbusters in Chicago land Why? area. Why? With, uh, so not it costs only, more to store. Well, not necessarily. We're right in the middle of the country, right? And so, uh, getting that distribution and logistics. So, logistics is playing a role in our real estate development because we, people are like, oh, what about office space? Well, as it happens, as logistics companies like Amazon, et cetera, are coming into the Chicago land area, and, you know, there's certainly a top five of warehouse uh, purchasers and leasers in the Chicago land area. They're also, since they're employing new people, they need the office space. So surprisingly, some of our office space is being occupied by logistics Well, Teresa, companies. good point. You know why O'Hare Airport's in the top one or two every year for, because we're in the center of the United States, mm-hmm. and if you see, what, what a perfect Econ 101. If you drive by O'Hare Airport, there's the big train yards, 30 train yards, uh, and there's thousands of crates that came here on a big 747 cargo plane, and it goes from the railroad tracks to the truck to the warehouse. And as that happens, yeah. that's another issue affecting. Is our infrastructure up to date and ready to handle those distribution systems? Uh, another super repeat offender, which has been on the list for many years, is affordable housing, right? So we were talking about the pricing and people pandering to get places. And what we have and how this applies to commercial real estate, because right now we have five to seven million units short of what people need in the U.S. for housing. And so when you think about commercial real estate, you have developers that can come in with creative ideas, but we also have to get beyond the barrier of NIMBYs, not in my backyard. So that's a constant conversation, uh, which is actually related, and I'm not going to go into this topic, but political polarization. So we'll cover that on the sidebar or a drink at a bar (laughs) if you're uh, willing to take that on with me. Um, Another big one is adaptive reuse. So again, we look at uh, what, what, if you think about commercial real estate and people when they say, oh my gosh, is that really in a terrible situation? What comes to your mind? Obviously, I said office space, but what else comes to mind is like where you see vacant space? Retail? Retail. 
So oh, yeah, a lot of business went out of business in the strip malls. So yes. not all retail. So strip malls or big shopping centers, of course, it depends on where you're at. If you look at places like Oak Brook. In the indoor malls. Right. Booming. Oak, Oak Brook booming. has tons it's of booming. restaurants. And so you actually see office uh, coming there and then retail following. So I'm where, at Oak Brook Center every other week. It's booming for the last year and a half. And that's what they know is they say, okay, here's a center location or central location. There's lots of restaurants. There's other things to do. There's golfing, et cetera. So office space also wants to be there, and they're occupying that space. But there is still some blighted areas of retail and thinking about repurposing. And it's not just as easy as saying, hey, here's a great idea. Uh, certainly mixed-use development is what we're going to see going forward. You also have to have like governments that. on board with zoning, et cetera. Um, and then there's – I'm not even going to talk about bifurcation of capital markets. Yeah, that's too complicated. <laughs> but, I, I can't understand all those fancy words. <laughs> Take my engineering econ 101 class, right, offline. So just thinking about all these different issues, they are integrated, and they will play out, um, you know, in the coming years. Certainly, like I said, trends are going to be accelerated. We're going to see a lot of change with the working remotely, repurposing. Uh, and I'm really hoping – that we can start solving some of this affordable housing. And I started working with some developers, and they really do have some amazing ideas. It's hopefully we can have conversations because, you know, you go to a city council and they'll they'll pass these measures and say, okay, yes, here's an area, let's go develop. And then people show up and say, no, no, it's going to decrease my house value if you put affordable housing. That is not necessarily true. There are lots of ways to integrate into the society and have where everyone has housing, housing for all. So remember what I used to say last year during the pandemic all the time? What was I saying? My closing lines, Randy. Don't worry. Worry is a waste of time. Uh Uh-huh. And this too shall pass, right? It did. Always. It it did pass. A year and a half. And so certainly we'll have new struggles. But if we start, if we think optimistically and work through those problems, we can get through it. So So how can somebody get a hold of you for your expert advice? Uh, you can contact me anytime through my webpage, trellium.com, or, of course, through Real Estate Revealed, where we're all on there. You can. Uh, I know you're working today, Sunday, so how can somebody call when you? When am I ever not working? I think I work 25-7. I need, we need, they need your phone number. 630-715-9999. One more time? 630-715-9999. Thanks. That's Teresa Mueller, the managing broker of the Trellium Group. Oh, my gosh. I, we were just talking during the break. What an exciting show for us here to be with you and give you this information and banter back and forth. Wow. Um, Thank you again, everybody, so much for making us your Sunday habit. If it's not for you, we would not be here week after month after year. Keep the emails coming in. Keep the texts and phone calls coming in. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and we'll be right back. Back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. You're like heaven and earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true and I can't sing at all, but I can dance. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Get out to Facebook this morning or anytime. You can see all of your great co-hosts here. I took videos of everybody in the studio this morning. Yeah, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Um, Also, the website, I've got two years of the past shows. Valuable information, free library of information. 
Yeah, that's realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's biographies and testimonies of all co-hosts, um, emails, phone numbers, just some great information. And you know what, um, Lena and Mark and Teresa, how much does it cost for you to give advice if they call you today or tomorrow? Free. I'll do it for free. Uh, we'll talk about it. I'm really good at negotiation. Oh, That's listen, my next topic. Jason Miller, I love it. And you know what? We were also talking to break. This is aside from real estate. I got to put this in here right now, everybody. I was out of town for the 4th of July weekend. I come back on the uh, 5th. I'm driving around. The harbors are filled downtown Chicago. People were at the beach. One of the park districts had an outdoor pool area in the southwest suburbs. There must have been 500 cars. The malls, the restaurants are packed now. And I understand we're in stage five. We can hug each other again. We can laugh. We can go back to, they said, oh, there's a, there's a new normal. No, normal in human beings in life, there's normal. We're going back to what we always knew, human contact, good behavior. The COVID, the darkness, the riots, everything is gone. It's just a beautiful feeling that I'm having and I know everybody else is having that we can go forward with our family and our friends and our business. I mean, Lena, uh-huh. don't. How often is it that you come into contact with someone and they're like, should we hug? Should we handshake? No one knows what to do anymore. So there is that awkwardness a little bit still, right? (laughs) You know what? When my Polish and Italian family growing up, I was hugged and kissed since one year old. For me not to have hugged or touched for a year and a half, that's just... I can totally relate. Same thing being Polish is like, yeah, uh, all of my friends right now, we're just hugging, kissing, and shaking hands. Yeah, and Lena, you're happy we're all back to normal of some sort. 100%, yes. Missing my family on a regular basis. You know, everyone wanted to keep away from the elderly so their kids don't get them sick without knowing. Hopefully there's another 15 years before another 9-11 or another COVID or whatever. Hopefully nothing. Nothing, right? Hey, I want to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from Loan Depot. Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Auricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Brad Hedick, owner of Commercial Lending X. Paula Avenham, realtor from Ad Properties in Highland Park. Kim Alden, realtor and principal at Compass. And, of course, Joshua Buckhalter, our premier uh, realtor. Uh, realtor, no, he's premier producer at AM560, The Answer. Wow, you know me on Facebook, if you follow me, I do a lot of inspirational quotes each week, and I want to finish the show, as I always do with them. Do you know that a mistake repeated more than once is a decision? Think about that, everybody. So change, move forward. Hey, also, to thrive in life, you only need three bones, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. It's that simple. And you know what? The most amazing things in life tend to happen right after the moment you're about to give up hope. So you don't ever give up hope. Never, because you're so close to happiness. You're so close to buying your new house, getting the mortgage, successful family life, successful everything. So never give up. And you know what? Don't worry about your anxiety. Uh, You are loved and your anxiety is really lying to you. You know why? You'll get there when you are meant to get there. So relax, breathe, and be patient. So, um... Yeah, be well, make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. And be good to yourself, everybody. Be good to others, and tell someone each day that you love them. Thank you again. Real Estate Revealed on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella. 